Apollo, and today I'm joined with Lilith and Bells. Welcome to the very first episode of Sinful Sunday, where we talk about our most recent book that has been released, Misfits, Book One of Coven. Um, so today we're going to go through the first five chapters. That's what we plan on doing every episode uh, moving forward, is to go over was <laughs> our dog, sorry. Um, we plan on going over five chapters at a time. One through five, six through ten, um, eleven through fifteen, and so on and so forth. So, without further ado, I welcome you to Miss Lilith. Lilith, have had it. Okay, um, we're going to go over chapters one through five. They have questions and things that they want to touch on. I have the book with me to look at just in case I need to look over some stuff. And we'll just kind of go from there. How Misfits came about is we all worked at the same place. We met, we became friends. We were at my house one night and we started talking about writing a book um, and kind of what our powers would be and what we wanted our stories to be. And then we just made it happen. <clears throat> Yeah, I can remember um, being over at your house, actually, and we were talking about Belle's background and what she would be, and then we left your house, and I called you as soon as I walked out of your door, and we talked about it the whole way home, and I sat outside of my house for about an hour and 30 minutes that night talking about the story and where we wanted to go with it, and I believe it was the next day that we told uh, Belle's. And we were like, hey. We're doing this. We're doing this, and you're the main character. And, yeah, it just it went from there. And then we threw Patrick in there. Patrick, and... who is a another character based off of someone in our lives. It's actually Belle's real-life man candy. Um, man for Man for <laughs> Um, Just to go ahead and let you know. Bells is not actually 17 <laughs> in real life. We're not that young. No. We are much older. And I know that Lilith really likes smutty books. This is not a smutty book. So because it's not super smutty, um, we wanted them to be a little bit more on the younger side. Now, other books that we will be releasing later, we definitely will have more smutty and we definitely will not have younger characters. Yes. Um, book two, three, and four of the Coven series will progress throughout the years. And as those books progress, we'll have more smut scenes in them, more adult content. But with Belle starting out so young, 
I kind of kept it on the young adult side just to be safe and make sure that everything was on the up and up. But um, right now she's technically 18. She has become an adult. She is entering into her own, you know, life and being able to grow into her powers. So we did have one scene in there. <laughs> we did have one scene in there that was kind of uh, flirty and and I wouldn't consider it smut, but they did have some sex. So yes, but it wasn't like it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it wasn't no. like way out there. No, or anything like that. But we do have a book called Starving for Sin that will have all the things that smut readers like myself love to read. <laughs> you little horny people. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Um, okay, so we you've heard from Apollo and Lilith. Um, Bells, do you have any words you would like to say before we really start going over the first five chapters? Um, I'm just really excited to start this journey with everybody. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so I guess I'll start. So within the first five chapters, as you're listening to this, you... and tell me if there are other people that I left out. Um, but we have been introduced to Isabella. She is the main character of this story. And um, I'd like to point out that it's pronounced Isabella yes, instead of Isabella. Yes. Uh, just wanted everyone to know the pronunciation of that. She is currently 17 at the beginning of the book, um, but within the first five chapters is turning 18. Um, Patrick, Bell's boyfriend, uh, me and Isabella were actually talking about this last night, and we were trying to figure out like what age he would be around this time. He's um, already had his claiming. He's and so he about would be 19. about yeah, about nineteen years old. Um, we have Isabella's mom, and if I'm not mistaken, her name is Gail. Gwen. Gwen. Gwen Prudence. Okay, that was for the life of me. I could not remember, and I was like typing this as I was driving this morning. I was like, oh snap. Um, and then we have her dad. Uh, who is a part of the light mage council? Yes, he's one of the five, which is the mage, the white, the light mage council. Yes, and then we have Shadow, the mom's familiar, a cute little gray tabby cat. Yes, mm -hmm. I love her. I love that same. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so then we have the light mage council. Um, Cillian, if my yes, Cillian, Cillian, uh, Ronan, Ronan, Marcus, yes. Maven, make Maeve. Maeve. Okay. And then Belle's dad, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. That makes up the five. To say Belle's dad's name? Sam. Sam. That's what I thought. Um, I just wanted to make sure. I have to double check in my head because yeah. like I said, I haven't read the book. Mm -hmm. I've, I've just wrote it. I did not read it, so mm -hmm. I have to make sure that I remember. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have later in like cha uh, chapters four and five, we have cloaked individuals. Mm -hmm. I have down here that they're basically like assassin mages yes they're hired assassins they could be light or dark mages but basically anyone who wants someone taken out mm -hmm. or captured tortured whatever they can be hired so yes like hitman yeah and then um also hellhounds mm -hmm. um they are basically the helpers of like the police of the mage community mm -hmm. <clears throat> so those are just a few of our creatures and people that we've introduced within the first five chapters. Um, but the book really starts off in Isabella's point of view. Uh, we get to see how 
um, living an everyday underage mage dream is. She's got the mom, the home, you know, the loving parents, um, and just two short weeks till her claiming. Mm -hmm. Everything in her world right now is perfect. She's excited. She's got a boyfriend, great parents. Well, chapter two also touches on um, a mage, a light mage family being slaughtered. So we do have that. Mm -hmm. Um, So not everything is necessarily, I would say, perfect. But she does live a very um, well-off life. She lives on the upper side of Cambridge, which is where the council members live. You know, council members in every story is going to be really fancy. Mm -hmm. They're going to be above all. So she lives in those upper neighborhoods. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But... We do have the the chapter two, the slaughtering of the family. Who did it? Why were they killed? Yeah, things like that. I have that down here. So in my notes, I have it like by page mm-hmm. of what happens. <laughs> um, because then it goes like, well, it was mom's cute tabby cat shadow, like the cute protector. The mom having that moment with bells, where it's like, oh, she knows that you're my daughter. You're priority number one right um and so i really really love that because it's like when i think of bell's mom now and i think of shadow Mm -hmm. together they make up like a lioness and like you see these big beautiful strong lion mothers and how they take care of their cubs so like that picture of like mother like strong mother bond shows for me right there and i really love that um so, and then we have, like, she gets to go get her dress with Patrick. <laughs> Was that exciting, though? Was it exciting to go get your dress with Patrick? I uh, loved writing the dress. The dress description is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I can remember when you sent me, like, that snippet of the chapter, and you were like, tell me if this sounds good. As I was reading it, I could see the dress as I read that, and I was just like, this, I say yes. I said yes to this dress. <laughs> <laughs> say yes to the dress. <laughs> I was like, yes. Um, Love. Mm-hmm. Mm, and of course so it had pretty. to be white, too. I yes. loved it. Well, because it's a light mage. It's everything. It's not, because you have light and dark mages. So naturally, you think light mage. You think, when I think light mage, I was thinking like, interior design of like white marble and gold marble and just kind of like the capital and the hunger games like that design of a lifestyle and when i think like dark mage i think of like not grand not not grand like a light mage but in their own darker way kind of like how i would want the interior like a vampire house yes kind of like how I want dark the red black yes, yes. 100 percent because I'm a dark mage through and through because that's the design of house that I would want without question. Yeah, I definitely like the darker set. Um, I did make Isabella's room more earthy. Mm-hmm. Hanging plants, potted plants, like really um, that's a hippie-based type of situation. <laughs> Bells is 100% hippie. In real life as yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I was like, m- my next page was... Um, the, the fact that de- uh, her parents didn't like Patrick at first. Yes, but then came they came from the smaller... Yeah, and like then they the, were like, you know what, yeah. Mm-hmm. The less 
well-off community. Like, he's on the east <clears throat> side of Cambridge, so he's not as... I like, literally wrote... <laughs> parents did not like Patrick at first. She was an uptown girl. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I really like the fact that we flip it, because, like, you see in Twilight, Edward was the really well-off, really pretty... And then Bella was the one from, like, the more, not rough, but, you know, not as finer things of life as Edward. Well, most vampires are rich anyway. They, they, they live long. forever and ever. <laughs> but still, I like the fact that it was reversed. Right. Because it's, it makes her feel more just a little bit stronger than he is. And yeah. I love a good, strong female character. I don't like weak female characters. Like, yeah, save me, but also, like... I'm gonna fight right alongside you, if not better than you. Yeah. Like, my husband's a pacifist, so I gotta be the ass. We were literally talking about that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's so fun. Luna's a pacifist as well. Hundred <laughs> percent. Your dog. Oh yeah. yeah. I have a German Shepherd who's not a German Shepherd. She's definitely. She's not even a Chihuahua because they're vicious. She's more of a. Um, I don't. I wouldn't even know what to call her. She might be a little rat terrier that shakes all the time. She's no, because she's not scared. She's very. She's just like super. She walks up to her. Love. She rolls over on her belly. She just wants love. She's like a seal. She's a seal. I feel like that's how my mom's dog is, Daisy. Oh, I love Daisy. Daisy's so cute to me. Oh, and Peanut. Don't even get me started on they Peanut. Baseball sad. I love Peanut. Miss Ma'am, she has been tinkering everywhere. All the time. Elderly now. No, the other day for like 30 minutes she tinkled in the kitchen three times. While I was I was standing right there and she just tinkled. I remember the first time that I I ever hung out with you, you literally looked at her after telling me a story about how much you hated her. You looked at her and you said, I would die for that dog. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And then you tried to proceed to put an ice pack on my hurt ankle, but it was not the right ankle. Um, so, and then I have the murder, who done it? Yes. Who, who, who done it? Who did it? Um, and then, I don't, I don't think this happened in chapter one, but if it did, we're going into chapter two, but it was the, the mom, the Bells noticed the mom had made a look to, like, about the family when they said the name, and so she kind of had this thought of, like, why did she look like that? And so it was like, did the mom know the family, question mark? And so it was just kind of like a, what's... It's a spoiler, so I can't really tell you, but um, it's more so the thought process of why is this happening? She knew this was the beginning of something. Not necessarily regarding the family who was murdered. She just knew that this was going to be the catalyst of who's doing what, why, and who they're going after. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for those of you who have read the book, you know what I'm talking about. For those of you who have not, keep reading. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. It wasn't necessarily that she was focused on the family that was murdered, but I have a really big secret, and now I feel like this is the start of people Mm. figuring this out. Mmm. Foreshadowing. Mm. Boom. (laughs) You have ceased to amaze me. No, I don't think that's right. I don't think ceased. I think that you, means you've stopped. You, you have not to... ceased to amaze me. Yeah, you. You are fantabulous. Um, 
So you, then, do you want to use the word as 3,001 sentence? <laughs> uh, listen, okay, so I know that you kind of had like, not a meltdown, but you had like a little mini panic. I did. Earlier okay. about it. But I really, I didn't notice. I don't read as much. The editor it. didn't notice. The proofreader didn't yeah, notice. I don't. The arc just, readers, beta readers, alpha readers did not notice. But when I finally read the first four chapters to recap on this, I noticed. And I think it's more so because I wrote it and I'm like, ooh. Lilith, what did you do? <laughs> so, if I overuse the word as, just know that this is my very first book and I will continue to get better. Please mm -hmm. ignore that. Mm -hmm. um, and if you see Rite of Passage spelled R-I-G-H-T instead of R-I-T-E, just know that everyone who had eyes on it ignored it. So, you should too. <laughs> <laughs> she just didn't because she's like, oh, um. Okay, so I guess that, did, did, did I leave anything out about chapter one? Uh, well, chapter going, two? No, chapter two is the start no, 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 no. of yeah, maybe. going yeah. through the, the name yeah. of the family, yeah. who all was killed in the family, which was everyone. Mm -hmm. They did not care, child, mm -hmm. mother, father, they killed everybody, and then um, we'll move on to chapter three. Okay, chapter three, the first thing that I have to point out is that we put in there that she listened to Substance by Demi Lovato. No, no. That's the end of chapter three. Is it? I thought it was at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Or maybe like beginning middle. It's in the beginning of chapter three because chapter the end of chapter two is when she's doing the casting with, with her, her mother. Mom. And it's so, pronounced Ewer, right? Ewer. Ewer. It's, it's pronounced Ewer. I didn't want to overuse the word cauldron in a witchy book, but I also didn't want to do like a pot. And if you look up the word ewer, it means a vase-like pot. And I was like, mm, that's a cute little name. Let's yeah. go ahead and use that word instead of cauldron because I just because up. you're a witchy mage doesn't mean you have to be basic. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just decided to, to do something new. But it is called a ewer. Ewer. Because the mom casted a spell because she wanted to see inside of the council and she wanted to know what was going on. Yeah, so and she Bell's did a witch Yeah, and Bell's kind of was like, oh my god, you know the punishment of that is death and here you are doing this? And then her mom is just basically like, yo, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then Bell's was like, okay, well let me help you. Yeah, she was like, if they're going to find your magic because if they did like a, a magic tracing mm -hmm. Casting. I also use casting instead of spell to kind of not be so basic on verbiage. But if they did a casting to trace back the magic, they would find two magics intertwined. And that was Bella's thought process was, if you're going to go down, I'm going down with you. Mm -hmm. So loyalty is forever going to be ingrained into all my books, no matter what genre they are. We live by loyalty in this house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Truth. Yeah. Um, so that happens in chapter two as well. And then going into chapter three, you've got... Starting off with the song, yes. Substance, by Demi Lovato. Because that album came out. I think that was our favorite song on the album. I can remember when we all worked together, we would take lunch and we would just pill out of the parking lot. Not really pill out of the parking <laughs> lot because I drive a car that doesn't pill. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, with like the wind is down or blasting this song with the sunroof open because it was just it's such a good song yes it's and Demi Lovato song. is top tier and she's mm, mm, such so a good attractive. song <laughs> um, but so we put that in the book because that was that's a little easter egg into our personal lives mm -hmm. um but she uh is doing all this she's talking about she's going through like thought processes 
and just talking about the last few days and the few days to come in the future. Is this the point where we are, are we still two weeks out from the birthday or are we now two days out? Two days out. Okay. We're two days out. So we're having thought process about, um, what's the changing the change. of mm -hmm. the attendees because what happens is with the murder of light mages and the risk that it poses to have everyone at her claiming like normally the the coven of mm -hmm. light mages would come together mm -hmm. and do the claiming in this one sacred spot in the Bellevue forest which is an actual location in ireland which is yeah. where the book is um, placed mm -hmm. and set Instead of being able to do that, no one but her parents and the the vi, the councils can go, and then they have their own guardians, which would be the hellhounds and the watchers, which are the handlers of the um, of the hellhounds. So once that happens, she has stress of okay, is Patrick gonna just try to show up? Will he get in trouble? Why do I have to be by myself with just my parents? You know, this is worrying me. Patrick stressed out because how is he going to protect me, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So that, that kind of goes Buster. over that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was a pupper. Um, yeah, because he she's freaking out because, oh my gosh, Patrick can't be there. You know he's freaking out because he's like, oh my God, I can't be there. Right. All this is happening. I need to be there. Mm -hmm. um, and that was another point I liked in part three was that mother daughter like mom please can you try to get dad let him come yeah because and the dad's part of the council yeah and then her mom is like no what your dad said is final mm -hmm. and that was just a good little like parental moment to me and i was like oh what a cute little mom daughter duo oh i love it so much um and then <clears throat> it also goes into the um <laughs> sorry it also goes into getting in the vehicle and driving to the the Bellevue Forest and doing everything there with the claiming. So at the end of the chapter, they're getting in the vehicle and they're, they're making that drive out there. She also notices, though, oh, earlier in the day that her mom looked very tired. Mm -hmm. She looks very tired because of the casting. Losing energy. And so she gets worried for her mom there for a minute as she's also feeding shadow a piece of meat table from, food yeah yeah and the mom walks up behind her and she's like are you feeding shadow and again just a cute little mother-daughter moment mm -hmm. um but yeah she comes around into focus and bell notices how tired she looks and is concerned with her mother her mother reassures her just like hey we're good let's just continue about life um so then yes you have Bell goes to sleep. She does a small sleeping spell with her dream catcher. She notices the shadow jumps on the bed, wakes up the next morning, and boom, it's claiming day. It's time to get it's, going. Yeah, it's time to go. Um, my favorite line throughout this whole chapter was, let the fun begin. Mm -hmm. Just that's when favorite. she gets, That's when she gets to the Bell before mm -hmm. She pulls up, and my vision for writing it is, you're driving up to the edge of the forest mm -hmm. and there's a little pathway with people standing mm -hmm. on each side and you can see little lights going mm -hmm. through and she's like okay let the fun begin yep. here we go yep yep and then so i think that was more at the end of the chapter but so go dot 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 go back in time the beginning of the chapter you have bells is getting ready 
Mm-hmm. And I love that her eye makeup was silver. Yes. Because her hair is mm-hmm. like the silver gray, and then her mm-hmm. eyes are, um, I believe, blue. And I felt like it matched white dress, you know, silver eye makeup, things like things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I think her. Okay. Okay. Um. So then the dress. Mm-hmm. She talks about the dress and the boots. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And then we've got traveling to the woods. Um, and then in, well, no, that wasn't at the end of chapter four that she said, let the fun begin. That was towards the middle because by the mm-hmm. end of chapter four, um, do you see what we're talking about she now? Does. She I, does. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. She has forest green eyes. I'm sorry. I was like, I was it's like, crazy that I wrote this and I don't even know what color her eyes are. <laughs> You're like, I'm Bells. I know what color eyes she has. You said, you said blue the other day, and I was like... I know. I, I don't know too. why I keep thinking blue. I don't know. I guess because that's like a, such a main character trait. I hate that because I don't have blue eyes. So, like... <laughs> so like I want blue eyes. I don't have blue eyes, but I want blue eyes. Um, so, it wasn't at the end of Chapter 4 that she said, let the fun begin. It had to be in the middle because at Chapter 4 is where the Dark Lord shows up. It's at the end of Chapter 3. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. cool I was cool. I was on track with you with chapter okay. three. Cool. So it's at the end of chapter three. Okay. Gucci. Um, so then you have the Dark Lord. Uh, she shows up, walks through the woods. Then you have Celian. C- Celian. Celian mm-hmm. pop up, and he, like, whispers something super weird and funky to her. He yeah. Gives me the creeps. He's so weird. He's right? definitely creeps. one of those Is he creepy... based off of a real person that we know? Like, did you... Did you Because <laughs> I have a feeling... I know who it is. Who do you think it is? I'm not going to say no. because... First letter. I can't ever give it away. You can't. Well, no, but now that you say that, I see. Because it was, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you have that weird interaction. interaction. Just like a really weird statement to make to a 17-year-old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm so glad you're t- you turned 18 today. Da, da, da. Yeah, just like, weird. Just weird vibes. Um, we don't like those kind of people. We want to fight those kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Um, <laughs> so, then you have her walking towards um, the... I don't know why I got so loud with that. Um, the, you have her walking towards... The altar. Then mm-hmm. you have Marcus. Yes. Um, did I miss out? Did, was there one in between? Ronan. Ronan. I I don't know if this is a spoiler because, I mean, she kind of points out that Ronan is the only one that's never made her feel weird or, like, creeped out or give her mm. weird vibes. But Ronan is definitely a safe option is all I'm going to say. Ronan gives me, like, military. Uncle <laughs> yeah. type of vibes. Yeah. He's, he's not, like... Don't look too far into the future and see a romantic future with him. He's older. Uh, but he, he's definitely a funkle, a fun uncle. Okay. That's just the way I would describe him. 
I didn't know that was a thing. Funkle is a fun oh. uncle, yes. I didn't know. Where have you? Where have you? Well, you don't have any. Uh, you're not an uncle, Jacobson. No. So I guess that's you're I not mean, a funkle. I'm an uncle to your children. <laughs> yes, but not by blood. So that's no, probably why you blood. didn't know that. But um, so yeah, so then you have her introduced to Mark, or not introduced, but we get introduced to Marcus, mm-hmm. who is the one who's chaining her down to the table. Yeah, they're more um, bindings to yeah. keep her from being able to move. I wouldn't say chains. I, I pictured more of a rope. a rope, but mm-hmm. like not a harsh rope to hurt you, but something that would restrain you. Twine. <laughs> Could be a very thick twine. Twine. Um, and so this is where, this is where you told me earlier that you think you have too many as the word as i i didn't pick up on that but i don't know i didn't i don't know but you have her on the table they start to chant they start they're holding different objects yes um and her dad is actually holding a personalized item yeah we don't want to go into detail of what it is (laughs) uh but in my mind it's more of like a comb with hair in it you know, something like that that she uses every day. And then we have thyme, we have burning rosemary, we have the dagger, and um, I think another item or two. The dagger. And it's just things that would play into doing a casting, mm-hmm. and they're chanting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of shit hits the fan in, in a row. Yeah, it goes from there. <laughs> yeah. So then you have Belle starts to feel... Some type of way she's like her skin's getting tight yeah she's getting hotter mm. uh more pain sweat mm. you know just kind of not comfortable we'll just say that she's not yeah. comfortable in her own skin and it's described like so good yeah like it and then in comes the the dark lord the dark lord disclaimer we do dark... not worship the dark lord no we don't <laughs> the dark lord is more of a just a more of a, I wouldn't say more of like a Satan thing. He's just more of like a, a dark ruler. Yeah, yeah. kind of like he's a power provider. Yeah. Um, I like the Dark Lord. Later in the book, you'll learn his real name. Love it. Um, <laughs> because it just popped into my head, and I was like, we're going with that. Um, I also picture him as Lucifer from the show Lucifer, Morningstar. But with, like, more of a bat wing style versus a feathery angel wing style. Um, but if you've ever seen Lucifer, the TV show, that's yeah. who I kind of resemble him as. Really hot, really attractive abs, but with, like, red eyes instead of regular eyes. And bat wings instead of, like, fluffy angel wings. Mm. That's my vision of him. But he's not Satan. But he is not Satan. <laughs> we just want to make that clear. I was really... Like, not concerned, because I read books like this all the time, and people don't get hate for it. It's fictional. But because of the people in my personal life, on my Facebook, on my social medias, that are really church-going type of people, I wanted to make it known that I in no way practice Satanism or anything of that (laughs) nature. No. It's it's strictly just a book. Yeah. Let's let's separate that. (laughs) Real quick. Yeah, real quick. (laughs) Um... So then you have, he shows up, and he performs his duties. Little ritual type, unbinding spell situation. And he even tells her at one point, like, as he's bringing the dagger down to her forehead, isn't he? 
it's right after the dagger. Um, what he says is, don't fear me, little one, for we were brought here to serve, tonight to serve you. And then he also says, when it's little completed. One. I love him. Yes, he calls her little one, um, which plays into a big part of what happens later in oh, one of the chapters. I, I just, I didn't yeah. know that either. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, I like that. So, that, that plays on... In a couple of chapters, you'll meet someone who also calls Belle's little one. That's a little spoiler for there. Mm -hmm. um, but he says, I think this is what you're talking about when he says this. Your powers have been released, little one. Use them wisely, as I fear you have much coming your mm -hmm. way. He leans in for, on for only me to hear and says, trust no one. I see a path of danger, betrayal, and death headed your way. And I think that's what you were... Yeah, that's, that's the what... the passage you were looking for. Now, yeah. this is after he unleashes her powers. Mm -hmm. This is when everyone is... Like, at the same time, someone says, What the fuck? What was that? How did she do that? Powerful. Four different people say those four different things. Mm -hmm. um, because something kind of happens and they're like, Whoa, how did that happen? What just happened? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What just happened to my bookmark? <laughs> um, yeah, so I have... I have here that... Let's see, what did he say? Uh, the, like, the Dark Lord basically kind of predicts her future. And he, like, says, like, I see this, this, yes. this, this, and this. He smells her, and he senses um, power and a little bit of different things going on in her bloodline. And he's like, okay, I know who you are. You smell funky. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. That was... <laughs> What he smell he smell? smells. What smell? He smell. I smell. He smells power. He smells things that he, smells he would identify. He, he knows the path that she's about to be on. He knows who she is based on the what's Smith. to come. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um. So then you have her getting off the table. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, ooh, ow, that hurt. Well, I don't think it's phrased like that. No, that's what I have right here. I was like, ouch, that hurt. Attack. Who is it? Cloaked? <laughs> no, so she's, um... <laughs> oh, my gosh. She says... Hold on. She's trying to find it in the book. Yes, I am, because I want you to not think that, ooh, ow, is what was said. Ooh, ow. Ouch, that hurt. Okay. Thank you. That Just hurt. as I start... Just as I start to think that tonight is over, as my breathing evens out, a sharp pain, a sharp piercing pain bites into my thigh. My mother's scream hits my ears right as an arrow sails past me and into the tree up ahead. That's when Six Cloaked run, uh, comes running into the clearing. Okay, so then you have the whole fight scene. Yes. I was really hoping that it was going to be intense, and I'm hoping that that portrays just as much as what my vision was goes into the book. Yeah. So you have that whole fight scene. Mm -hmm. Um... During that fight scene, she notices that Marcus, mm -hmm. Cillian, Cillian and, Ronan. and Ronan are all gone. And so are the Hellhounds and so are the Watchers. Literally, the only people left are Maeve, her mom, her, and her dad. She can't find her mom, but she knows she hasn't left because she heard her scream. And then we have Maeve and her dad over at the other end of the clearing. Maeve is down. She's hurt. She has an arrow in her stomach. Um, before her claiming she notices that Maeve and her dad are standing close together talking that hints at what's to come several chapters later like at least 10 chapters later um, but they're standing close to each other they're whispering they're talking 
But once the fight scene is, is beginning, we notice that three of the council members of the five are gone. Mm -hmm. So what I summed that, that whole section of the story up to is three dead, three missing, three gone. Mm -hmm. Three, three, three. So, LOL, that's... I didn't even realize that was a, the magic number at that point. Uh -huh. It was three, three, three. Well, there's three dead. Since we are doing the podcast of one through five, we can announce who died uh -huh. because you have read it up uh -huh. to this point. Uh -huh. So we have Maeve who was shot in the stomach. We could not stop the bleeding. She is dead. We have um, Belle's mom who has died. And then we have the cloaked who attacked Belle's. She mm -hmm. basically used her powers mixed with the dagger that the mm -hmm. um, Dark Lord used for her claiming mm -hmm. to... Cut off his head. Well, that and then Bells's mom lodged an arrow into one of their faces. Yes. God, I wish I could meet her. Um. So yeah, then you have mom's death, and then before the mom dies, she tells her to go find Apollo. Yes. And so that's the introduction to my character into the story of who is this Apollo character. You don't hear from me in this book. But that is where I come into play. Yes. We also have her mom say, go to Munder. So we have Cambridge where the light mages reside. We have two forests in between. We have the Bellivore. And then we have the Phantom Grove Forest. Both, again, are which are actual places in Ireland. Uh, the Phantom Grove also houses um, ruins of castles, which I thought was just beautiful and amazing mm. so i used that as the the dark mage territory because i feel like they would have ruins of buildings mm -hmm. on their side and then in between those forests you get through the bell of war you enter into the phantom grove really dangerous you don't want to be there especially if you're not a dark mage you don't belong in that side and then you reach munder which is an actual place um it's an actual place in ireland and that's where all the dark mages so she says go to munder and find the truth so her mom is hiding something. She mm -hmm. knows something on why this is happening. And she's using her last dying breath to let her know, you need to find this person and do it now. Don't go home. Don't pack. Don't plan anything off your dad. Just take whatever you have with you and leave now. Yeah. Oof. Them, them boots. Them boots were not made for walking. <laughs> no. But that's just what they did. Yes. So, before we go into chapter 5, I want to read the last little snippet of mm, chapter 4. Yes. Because I love the way that this is actually where the cover comes from. I love the way that she walks out of the forest. Now, in chapter 3, when we're describing the dress, chapter 3 or 4, when we're describing the dress, it's floor length on the back and at the front it's like knee length. So, it's like a half dress on the front. Does that make sense? Um, so, it says... Taking a calming breath, I state, I have to honor what she wanted. With the promise to call and be safe, I slip on my white boots that stand out against my blood-soaked dress showing no white fabric left. I walk out of the Bell of War with nothing more than my bloody dress and a dagger hanging in my hand. So she just takes herself, her bloody dress, and a dagger that she basically received from her claiming, and she's, she's heading on to do what she has to do mm -hmm. with nothing but the clothes on her back. Mm -hmm. And then we enter chapter five. Yeah, where she's in the woods. In the woods. In the woods. And she's ditched the boots. She has gotten rid of them fucking things. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
The boots are no more. Yes, because they're not just regular boots. Like, they are heeled boots. They're, yeah. they're the, the little booties, the ankle boots, uh-huh. the really pretty ones. Uh-huh. They're not rain boots. They're not cowboy boots. They're not comfortable. Mm-mm. We females do not want to walk in the woods in these. Mm-hmm. After a long day, and it's been two days. A long time to be walking to some hills uh, in the woods in the woods absolutely not <laughs> um so then the next point that i had was hurt hungry sad and dirty <laughs> hurt like, hungry Aww. sad and dirty i love the way that you're summarizing these chapters <laughs> by feelings yes. hurt hungry sad and dirty <laughs> but i think that's what she was she was all of those things oh, and boy. she does have I mean, her, her dress has dried to her skin, mm. and then you, when blood that dries, it turns crusty. brown, so it's yeah. really crusty and Did you, Okay, sweat. so do you remember the movie Ready or Not? Mm-hmm. When she leaves the house at the very end, and she, everybody's dead, and all that blood is, like, dried on her? Just all that, over her That's face. what I picture. Not, like, all over her, like, facial area, but the way her dress looked. That's when I picture her dress. That's what I picture. Yeah. She was very uncomfortable. I mean, it, it's clinging to her skin. It's... She has blisters. She she said, I ditched my shoes 36 hours into my run. So she hasn't been walking the whole time. She was running because the deeper you get into the Phantom Grove Forest, the further you get from any light mage who's going to chance coming in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, she had to really get blisters, and she's dirty. She's been sweating. And she's probably all, she's been running into bushes and cobwebs and spider all of this stuff. while having a wound in her in her thigh thigh from an arrow. And she ripped the back of her dress off to tie it off. Mm. So it's it's kind of stopped bleeding. But the more we read, we realize that it's still leaking, and it could be getting infected. Leaking. It's just not <laughs> leaking leaking blood. I don't know oozing. Uh, what do you want to use? I don't know. Leaking didn't feel right though. <laughs> I mean, it probably is. It just seeping. Right. Blood is seeping through the white fabric of her I dress. I like seeping. Seeping Love sounds that. more. And you know, throughout the, the the next several chapters, she really does a lot with this stream that we have here running through the forest. This stream has. I, I know it's only water, but I feel like it's become a friend of hers. It provides water. She bathes in it. She swims in it. Mm-hmm. She, throughout the next several chapters, really spends a lot of time in this water. And I, I feel like I that, that shows a lot for personal Belle, the, the real Belle, because she, you're very much Mother Earthy, and I wanted this mage Belle to have, like, an earthy, I use nature as what fuels me type of feel. Um, yeah. So I, I like the stream situation where it, it's just always there to her side. She's always able to just stop and be there in the water. Yeah. I love it. I wish I had a creek like that in real life. We did have a creek. I feel like a creek and a stream are different. Oh, stream. Stream is right. Is it different? Are, are creeks and streams uh, different? I think a creek can be sometimes wider than a stream. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think. I feel like streams are more freshwater. I feel like creeks are more of a groundwater. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, maybe, mm-hmm. I see this as a crystal clear, yeah. super understand. cold, freshwater spring type of, mm-hmm. type of stream. Not American. I do imagine... Memphis don't have that. Creek. No, I do. It's a very crystal clear, cute little like babbling. I see creek. It's areas. like has like little yes. like, mossy rocks. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I see mm-hmm. creek more as the Wolf River, and you don't want that. We don't. We don't yeah. want Wolf River. 
dusty yeah. brown stuff. Yeah. So what do you? What that's else do you have on chapter five that you want to touch on as well? Um, Patrick, what's that? To save. It was like, what's that? Newly found power banished anything in the shadows. Yes. So with light magic, <laughs> buzz. What I wanted to do is I didn't want it to just be light and dark and you have whatever witchy powers you want to have. Um, light, you can manipulate the light. You can banish shadows. You can call on moonlight. Anything that's going to be reflective with, <laughs> with dark magic, you're able to call on the shadows and control them. Ooh. Sexy. So future character starts with R can control the shadows, bells can banish shadows. So that'd be a really cool fight scene in the future. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Um, so chapter five, anything, like, she part. runs into, Patrick comes for her. Yeah. They do a yeah, scrying, a scrying spell to find Miss Bell. Mm -hmm. um, he gets really upset. <laughs> about her being hurt, about it being really, really dirty and nasty. Mm -hmm. And what the first thing that he says, a lot of, I think a lot of people would be like, is that really the first thing he would say to her? But if you knew the real life Patrick and Bells, I feel like that's very much something he would say. I wanted to go based off of our actual personalities. And the very first thing that he says to her is, because he went with her to do the dress shopping. So he knows what it looks like. Um, the, the first thing that he says is, if I knew you would look so hot dressed like that, I would have bought you this a long time ago. And a lot of people are like, mm, would that really be something that was said and she's covered in blood? They haven't seen each other in two days. But I feel like I know the real Patrick and I feel like that's something he would say, you know, just saying, mm, if I knew you looked that hot in that dress, like right here, right now, looking savage like that, I would have bought you that dress a long time ago. Yeah. That is true. Um, Cammie, if you want to keep going over the notes that I have, there's this part in the book that I just remembered that I want to... Okay. Um, and he also brings food. He brings her clothes. I wanted her clothes to be like, okay, we're moving out of this white dress, this innocent, you know, 17-year-old. We've just turned 18. We've just had our powers unlocked. You're getting an all-black uh, boots. You're getting those... those like, pants with the the pockets, the really cargo pants. Yeah, cargo. really good fitted cargo pants. You're getting a, a little thing to hold your dagger. He's giving you all these items that really changes you. I feel like that's a pivotal moment for you to go from white dress, innocent, sweet bells to now it's time to kick ass and be serious and, mm -hmm. and take things seriously. My mother is dead. I'm in the middle of this forest. I'm hurt and all of these things. Let's go ahead and change my outfit, and I'm, I'm turning into a bad bitch now. Mm -hmm. Like that. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to be a slow, oh, boo-hoo, I'm going to have to slowly, over time, grow as a character. No. Something bad just happened to me. I'm immediately turning this into, I handle my shit now. Yeah. So, I feel like that outfit change really did that for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I found the part of the book. Um, it, so, it's back a few pages. On page 33... You said something in here, and it said, A smirk finds my face as I think back to when he saw me try this bad boy on before we left the shop. 100% mm -hmm. when I read that, that was you. That's you. Me. Coming through the story. Mm -hmm. Because you say 
I'm gonna get. I'm gonna try that bad boy on when I get home. Like you're always dropping the bad boy. <laughs> you're always. Bad boy you're on. always dropping it. So when I read it, I was like, ooh, that's Lulu. Lulu. Her, her herself is showing. Yes. Um. So yeah, and so he brings her food, clothes, and bandages. And he braids her hair. Braids her hair. Stupid, adorable. It, it's very sweet. He braids her I hair. He gives her food. Do that in real life. Now, I really do. well, so um, I do Rage, my husband, who you'll learn his name at the end of this book, um, he's in the book as Rage. He does our daughter's hair and braids it because I cannot, for the life of me, figure out braids. So he actually oh. braids hair, and I thought, like, you know, it'd be really attractive for a man to take care of a woman in a way that men don't usually do hair. Like, they'll assist you, of course. They'll be helpful and be there, but... I wanted him to do her hair and be like, okay, I've got you. I don't want you to take over and be the man in the relationship. You know that this is my business. My mom died. This is something that I have to figure out. You're just going to be a supportive role in this situation with me. Hmm. And you're going to help me lace up my boots, but I'm going to be the one walking in them. Snap. <laughs> um, and then I don't know if you have this on here, but the, the bonding process for him and her. Oh, yeah, no, I do. It 10 hour nap. Oh, wait, no, that's just life force. <laughs> Did we mention a 10 hour nap? I was confused yeah. when you sent that to me. Yeah. She said it feels like I just took a 10 hour nap. Let's see. Because then she gets worried. She's like, oh my God, did I hurt you? And he was like, no. Um, it also mentions that her, her eyes with light and dark mages, your eyes glow the color of your coven. So mm -hmm. light is going to be white. Dark is going to be black. Bell's glows gray. You'll learn why, obviously, towards the end of the book, towards the, the later middle-ish. But that's also pinpointed here. She's telling Patrick, um, you know, when the Dark Lord was there, he smelled me. That can't be normal. You know, basically what's going on. And he said, he smelled you. Are you sure of that? So it, it's kind of like that didn't happen to him at his claiming. Because mm -hmm. Patrick's already had his claiming. He's like, wait. That's not right. Like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. That's suspicious. And then she, yeah. like, when he unlocked my powers yeah. and they burst free, he seemed surprised to see me hold that much magic. Almost like he was curious about me and how I'm able to control as much power as I exploded with. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, Patrick just promises her, you know, we're going to find the answers. Do you remember the name of the mage we're going to look for? And that's when Apollo's name is brought up once again. Off to find Apollo. Yes. And it basically just ends the chapter with um, the truth. What are we searching? Uh, what truth are we searching for? He asks as we continue to hike through the Phantom Grove woods. The woods that belong to the Dark Mages of Munder. And then that's the end of chapter five. Mm -hmm. So, it, you, you see a lot. Chapter 1, we're seeing a little bit of Bells and Patrick's relationship going shopping. Woohoo fun. Uh, the end of Chapter 1 to Chapter 2, we're seeing a death of the Light Mage community. Uh, light Mages are being hunted and killed. Man, woman, child. Anyone can get it. Uh, basically. Anyone does get it. Um, we have Bell's mom <laughs> and Bell's really creating a bonding experience and showing that kind of situ that family situation where you see that they are really really close and they do love each other we go to the claiming we see that bells is not normal per se she's overly powerful she's 
her eyes glow a different color. The dark lord is like, I see this, this, and this in your future. We have a fight scene. We have people dying. And then we have Patrick finding her in the forest. And they're like, okay, let's continue on this journey. Let's see what we're going to have to do to get there. Let's go find Apollo. So that's basically the recap of the first five chapters. Yes. Is there anything that y'all have questions on? I mean, I know that we pretty much talk about this almost every day. But are there any questions on the thought process of writing, creating those conversations, or anything like that? No, not for me. Bells? I don't got nothing. Well, I guess that concludes the first episode of the podcast. This is our third time, I think, making the first episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at... Uh, we have Cami Parish at Facebook. We also have a readers group. It's uh, Cami Parish's Coven or the Coven Readers Group. That's where everyone can kind of go and get spoilers, get uh, book information, have a good time, meet new people, uh, book signing information, anything like that. We also have um, an Instagram, which is Coven, And then we also have a TikTok, which is author Cami Parish. Yes. Um, we also will be announcing again, we are going to Sinful Signing um, in September. Se- uh, 16th and 17th. In Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop, shout out Virginia. Two day book signing. Two day book signing. Eight to midnight. Uh, seven Deadly Sins uh, Ball. We'll have a Sunday morning meet and greet coffee and cakes. And then, of course, we are still looking for other book signings in our area or in our PA's area. Oregon is where she's based off of. Mm. So I'm trying to find something a little bit closer to her so she's able to participate. Shout out to our PA, Erin. She makes all of our TikTok videos. She is fabulous. She's definitely the best PA I've ever had. The only PA I've ever had, but still. (laughs) She's fabulous. Uh, We'll all be at the Sinful Signings. And we also have, thank you. We also have a website. Go, it's on our bio for our Facebook. It's on our bio in our um, Instagram. It's in our bio for our TikTok. Go subscribe to our newsletter. They go out every Sunday. For now, after our second book comes out, it will go to once a month. We'll slow down on that once we have our second book out. Traction. Yes, and then Starving for Sin is a different genre. It's a smutty uh, billionaire's lover kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It will be out July 4th, coming out with a bang. Coming out with a bang. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I think that's all the information that we have. Oh, did we say books and beer? Books we and, yeah. will be on Books and Beer with the Books and Beer crew starring Miss uh, Jennifer. I think we just call her Jen. She will be the host, and it's going to be September 7th, 7.30 Eastern Central Time or Eastern Standard Time. I think for us that's 8.30. Okay. I, I think we're an hour different from her. More to come on that, but it will be Eastern Standard Time for her. Okay. Also, um, be sure to email us any questions that you have or comment on any videos that we post anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, any questions that you have, if any of y'all feel, want to submit fan art of anybody that we have learned about so far or anybody that you'll learn about moving forward, please feel free to. Um, yes. 
me and Lilith had talked about it the other day about possibly opening like a P.O. box for people to send stuff to just so they wouldn't send it to like our address directly. Um, so we, we were playing around with possibly getting a P.O. box. Um, be sure to, there was, I feel like there was other things that I was going to. Congratulations to the winner of the yeah. book box giveaway. Um, we just had a giveaway yesterday. Congratulations to those three. We have Izzy's Books Shelfie. Sorry, it's really mm -hmm. a mouthful. We have uh, Jennifer Butler and uh, Victoria or Veronica. Veronica Chapman. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to you, lucky ladies. We will eventually have these book boxes on our website for sale. Right now, we're just trying to wait for. I guess more interest in the book before we do that, just to make yeah. sure that people want to read up what's we, in the box. If y'all have any ideas, requests, mm -hmm. you know, and just want to add cool things. Right now, we have a ton of like coffee mugs, candles, bookmarks, stickers, those types of things. The book, obviously, we are doing signed books. If you want to go to our website, we will offer signed books over the next two or three months. Right now, we're just on Amazon and Kindle and Goodreads. But if you do want to buy a signed book versus just a regular paperback, we will eventually offer those on our website as well. So stay tuned. On our website, you have the Coming Soon tab. If you click on that, you'll see the blurb for Starving for Sin to give you an idea of what that book is going to be about. Mm, love a good blurb. And April, oh, April 1st, we will announce the title for book two of, Star, um, of the Coven series. That title will come out. It's two words. T.W. If you can guess it, wonderful. If not, it will be available April 1st. And I promise it won't be a fool's day. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So we won't trick you. It will be the real title. Yes. Well, I think that, that wraps it up. The, that the first episode. Yeah. That wraps it up. All right. Well, if y'all need anything or have any questions, you have several avenues to ask us. And don't be afraid to reach out. We are... Hands on, I'm 24-7, I have my laptop. I have it right now. It's true. <laughs> it's we, in my lap. We all have our laptops. So we, we will communicate. Thank you guys for joining us. Share this. Go get the ebook. Go get the paperback. We welcome everyone to the, the coven. Welcome to the coven. Yes. Welcome yes. to the coven. Welcome to the coven. <laughs> oh, I forgot that we were recording up there. Yes, yeah. we are recording up here as well. All yes. right. So we eventually plan Have a wonderful, sinful Sunday. Peace out, my mages. Peace out, Girl Scout. Mm -hmm.